Meteorologist Joe Bastardi, the American Storm, and I'll tell you what, we really earned our keep today because El Jefe, uh, who sets this thing up, it, the computer was, we were going to reboot it by kicking it out the window. But, yeah, I was uh, ready to boot this computer, yeah. all right. <laughs> uh, but we've got the, the American girl, Jesse. I think she's filming this. Just a little bit. Just a little bit over here. And uh, we have, folks, a uh, 10-time national champion, multi-time gold medalist, Jeff Byers here with me today. And here's why uh, my rationale behind that. There's a Yeah, I'm, I'm all ears. All right, well, I like the sound of it. There's a trial going on down in D.C. today, uh, and it's been going on, where Dr. Michael Mann, formerly of Penn State, but since he's no longer got the Penn State uh, protection over here, and he did not go to school here, let me make that uh, perfectly clear. Uh, he's now at the University of Penn. Um, he claims that he's a Nobel Prize winner. And uh, the people that awarded the Nobel Prize said, no, he's not a Nobel Prize winner. He, was, uh, he created a certificate because he participated uh, on the IPCC Council uh, that uh, was acknowledged in the Nobel Prize. Al Gore won the Nobel Prize. Well, that's a first scam. Al Gore, that, <laughs> now, now that's a fraud right there. I'm not going to say what Michael Mann, you have to decide whether that's a fraud. Well, I was just thinking about this, that, uh, you know, the notoriety of Penn State wrestling has been enhanced by uh, El Jefe over here. And uh, he's also communicated with the, uh, multiple gold medalists around here. And uh, because of the fact that, uh, you know, if it, if it wasn't, I mean, we need the, the great announcing of Jeff over here. And it has expanded the Penn State program to legendary proportions. I think Jeff has already won 10 national titles. And uh, those gold medalists, Jake Varner and uh, let's say, well, Kale, you want to... Kale did not win his gold medal with you. No, he so did So you not. cannot claim you Although were... Although I did call it. He I did, did call, call... I did call his gold medal. You uh, did? Or not his gold medal match, sorry. Oh, his, uh, his final. Four NCAA titles. All right, well, you can... I, I wish I had the chance to call the gold you medal You can latch match. on to that. I mean, if, if, you know, I know something. It's like the old... Basically, Dr. Mann's just doing the old Steve Martin thing, remember? You can be a millionaire and not have to pay taxes. First of all, get a million dollars. And then don't pay taxes. And when they ask you about it, say, I forgot. I did not pay taxes. Well, uh, what I'm saying is you could say anything you want, you know. Uh, it's a transient law principle. So, Jeff, I want to, you know, I, I've always... And I go around, people ask me, do I know Jeff Byers? Because, you know, people in the wrestling community. <laughs> and um, I say, yeah, you know, and uh, I've decided I've got to suck up to you even more. Really? Yes. I like right. the sounds I, of and, I mean, we, do you have a, a, some other, oh, your Ironhead. Maybe we should change this from the American Storm to the Ironhead. <laughs> <laughs> the Ironhead Brewer. How did you get that nickname? Uh, it's an old college nickname. There was a, a kid in our dorm for when I was a freshman. I tried walking on uh, Penn State football my freshman year. And this kid, Leo, was from Puerto Rico, didn't know anything about American I know, football. I think I know. That's another guy I knew from Puerto Rico, and Franklin Gomez. No. He, <laughs> and he, every day I got home from practice, the only thing he knew about American football 
And it was because he had an uncle that lived in Pittsburgh was that Ironhead Hayward played. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so every day I got home from practice, he would yell out. He lived at one end of the hall. I lived in the other, first floor of Packer Hall. I was in 101. And he would yell down the hall every day. He was outside his door just like bouncing a ball off the door and hanging out and he's like i was practiced today iron head <laughs> and eventually everybody else on the dorm floor just started imitating that and then they're like i don't know we were at a party one time and somebody say you, you know that is your nickname now right like yeah. iron head it just fits i'm like that, oh, okay that's a, that's a good do worse that's a good nickname <laughs> anyway i wanted to get to this uh trial down there because uh you know I, i'm i'm dead serious about uh, that situation where someone it's false valor it it, it, it really is and uh you know to uh to say to tag along like that and it, it, it wasn't just dr man it was other people at penn state that said well i remember uh, one of the um the the head of the department came in and he wrote this letter to all the alumni he says yeah who knows what could happen in your career you could even become a nobel prize winner because he was on the committee and uh they only name x amount of people uh, did einstein win a nobel prize i know salk won a nobel prize for polio right you know what is funny I, yes i think that is true uh, one of the funny things about that to me is overwhelmingly i'm sure there are exceptions to the rule but overwhelmingly, for example, have you ever heard Kale Sanderson go out? Now, if he's asked to speak about his Olympic experience or something, that's different. But, like, he doesn't just go out and, hi, Kale Sanderson, gold medalist, glad to uh, meet yeah. you. <laughs> right? Like, and Nobel Prize winners gener generally don't tell you that, hey, just so you know who you're talking to, I'm a Nobel Prize winner. Academy Award winners. I mean, even like across the board, generally the people who win those prizes assume that either you know or like it's not it's so what it's not yeah that big of a deal it's not how they define themselves right the people who identify themselves with it are the people who don't but, uh, but, haven't but earned it this is exactly what's it's going on funny. they're trying to, they're trying to become heroes against straw men that's exactly what they're doing and part of this is because of this uh, situation where Maybe you're maybe the way you were raised or whatever you you, you want to be something bigger than yourself. God puts that in you. I understand that, but you can't just make stuff up. What I drew a big uh, for those of you who follow me on Twitter, I explain all my work before before the forecast. Uh, for instance, if people they're hammering me, they don't believe winter's coming back. That's great. I could be wrong, but at least you know why. Uh, you know why I think winter is coming back and the worst part of it's coming back because I've listed all these factors. And and it's interesting in that the, the crucible of what I call bare-knuckle fighting, which is actual forecasting, will always, always throw a blow at you. This thaw, I knew the thaw was coming. I didn't think it was going to be this long and this strong. And the reason I've tried to explain to people and – you know, I, 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 I sort of get weird about it because I, I, I live by the words of my father that if, uh, you got an explanation if you're right, but it's an excuse if you're wrong. Uh, this, uh, this thing I've been moaning and groaning about now for three years, these unprecedented hot spots that just go off out of nowhere and the, the models can't anticipate them. And then they change atmospheric reactions, whether that's the cause or that's not the cause. 
we had, in my opinion, an unexpected rotation into four, five, and six. It phases four, five, and six of Man Julian isolation. But in the preseason forecast, at least you can go back and check my work where I said I did not expect this to happen. And, and so it's exposed before, not hidden. And man's biggest problem is he does not forecast the weather. And I'm not, he makes he can't say that I'm accusing him of being a fraud because he doesn't forecast the weather. If he did forecast the weather, he would understand that the areas where his pine cones are cold, uh, they're naturally cold when the earth is warmer. Uh, when, the, when Western Europe and the eastern United States is warm, generally it's warm in much of Asia except for the polar Urals. It's warm in the United States except for the West. And those are two areas where those Briffa pine cones are. So they wouldn't, they wouldn't be seeing the warming. So this idea, well, no, the warming was only confined to uh, Europe, and that's it. That, that's, that makes no sense at all with the way the weather a- actually operates. So th- th- this, is, this, is, this is the kind of stuff that we're talking about. Now, Stein, this is very interesting because Stein's, uh, he's just a brilliant person. But, you know, four or five years ago, maybe six, someone contacted me about the, the whole situation um, with Sandusky from Stein's camp. And I said, well, you guys, you don't know what you're talking about. And Stein apparently is trying to use this. Well, they whitewashed Sandusky and they whitewashed Michael Mann, uh, you know, idea. The, you know, Michael Mann, um, when the, the emails came out, you could, you could see he was trying to manipulate stuff, uh, the, the perception of what was going on. So uh, the fact that he won't let people that can critique him, uh, and this is, a great, this is a great thing I love about Twitter, all right, to some extent, is that as soon as I can just thicken my, uh, thicken my skin enough so that I can just take the criticisms... Those criticisms are very, very good and help me. And a lot of times I'll get ideas from criticisms and go with it. Man will not let, let's say, me look at his data or other people that are skeptical of it. And he's completely gone off the deep end. And I knew he had something crazy. Remember when we lost the Rose Bowl? Um, And what happened was we were winning and our big, who's a linebacker? I'm thinking Brandon something. Our linebacker went down midway through the third period, and it was like our defense became got unglued, right? And yeah, you know, I'm looking at Twitter, and he's just ranting about how bad our football team is. I'm like, what's going on? You know, it's New Year's Eve, and you're on Twitter ranting about how bad the football <laughs> team is. And now that he's at the University of Penn, they just give him carte blanche, like all people in the GOP are despicable. And um, what he, oh, he called uh, Mark Stein and Judith Curry, who was a Penn State person, by the way. She got her master's here. I'm not sure she got her Ph.D. Uh, partners in slime. You know, stuff like that is going on. So this is a very interesting situation uh, because lawfare, I mean, I, can, I, can, I, I can't understand what they're doing to Trump here that, you know, I mean, do you really— like my opinion, common sense. Do you really think Donald Trump is with Donald Trump's money and Donald Trump's notoriety is going to do what he's accused of doing um, in a department store in New York City? I mean, all right, 
maybe that happened. But how does Tara Reed, who seemed perfectly, uh, perfectly uh, credible to me, in a uh, in a position where we know that stuff happens, that just gets that just gets blown away. So when 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 you're looking across the board, there is a these these kind of things, a lawsuit that can scare the daylights out of someone that wants to criticize you. All right, I wouldn't have used the word fraud. What I'd say is this is highly questionable, and why won't you let us look at the other ways to do it? And they also they also have brought up that since you know man is claiming that there's all sorts of all sorts of um, you know uh, damages to him. Now, Mike uh, Mark Stein has had to raise millions of dollars in his own defense. Man has not spent a penny. In addition, if he loses. He's not on the hook for whatever, let's say the jury turns around and says, you've abused this guy. He's not on the hook for it. So he has no, he has no, it's, a, it's amazing what's going on here. Yeah. And what, what is even more amazing is it's involved in climate and weather. I mean, for goodness sakes, I could say, you know, the politics, I can understand why you might do that, although I don't agree with it. But climate and weather, playoffs? Who's talking about the play? I'm sorry, but but uh, go on. Well, no, the the but the, the listen the whether you want to put it under the free speech umbrella, call, calling somebody a fraud. Right, there are people that are absolutely convinced that the moon landing is fraudulent, and they say so. Yeah. Well, is Buzz Aldrin going to see these these? I mean, I, this just is such an absurd to me that the fact that the suit can even move forward. But it is because somebody can have an opinion, even if you are uh, proven one hundred percent, no doubt about it. You're not a fraud. Somebody can still have the opinion well, that you're you are fraudulent. Like I, I don't, and especially when you get into this type of territory where at the end of the day this isn't stuff that is provable in terms of what is going to happen in the future so that i i don't even know how well, you can he possibly got dirty find looks somebody over Wegman. either way there was a big thing about wegman's he was in wegman's and some older guy gave him dirty looks in there and uh it, it, he was in aisle nine i guess at wegman's jesse you go to Wegmans all the time. What's in aisle nine? Isn't that the pet area? <laughs> I have no idea. No, the pet know, area is way towards the end. Wegmans is also where on a uh, a former uh, version of our morning radio show, somebody accused another Center County resident of wearing a, hump tra- a uh, Trump hat aggressively. Are you serious? I, I am not I kidding. We, we, we had somebody call in, and it's like, like you know, you, you Trump. We were, I think, expressing <laughs> concern about the. Uh, this was, I think, this was the 2016 election, actually. And and he's like, I, you know, the, there is definitely a different attitude about uh, Trump voters. And I was in Wegmans the other day, and there was this. Uh, Guy that was clearly a, a MAGA nut job, and he was wearing his. Uh, and it, he's he even say, he said it made me a little nervous because he was wearing this Trump hat aggressively. <laughs> like he was wearing a hat aggressively, and I'm almost positive that was at Wegman. So well, yeah, you, uh, you get all kinds of well, Biden's a MAGA dangerous person. things happening. Uh, uh, I mean, look what's happened to our country. Make America grovel again. I mean, so. I, yeah, I, that's a, that's another thing too. When I think of Trump, now look, if it were me, there are people that are electable that can do the same thing. All right, 
and my son and I were talking about this. <laughs> it was funny because I, I have this image, and maybe it's because, you know, I loved the Kennedys when I was a kid. But I have this image of RFK Jr., despite the fact that in 2014 he said that all climate deniers should go to jail. I have this image of him because of his track record, because of the fact that at 70 years old he could still do 24 pull-ups, which is darn good, all right? Mm -hmm. I'm only kidding. But I have this image of him that if I presented uh, my, my ideas on geothermal input and why the uh, oceans are warming, that he would have to look at that and go, well, what the, what, what's this? How come we don't have any research on this or whatever? Be yes, Jesse, go. I, was, I don't understand why it's so, it's so nonsensical to question the climate changing being a bad thing. It's just like, uh, I don't know, back, uh, the Communist Manifesto was written by Marx, and who was the other guy who... Um, I just remember they didn't like the name or the title of the movement. I forget what it was called. Whatever. But there, at a certain point in the book, as I was reading the Communist Manifesto like reader thing, and it had additional um, things that you could read to get context of how the manifesto was written. And they were talking about how they didn't like the name or title of one of the party names. And they were like, oh, it doesn't really matter about the title of the party. It's like as long as it... Uh, as long as it brings people in, you know? So climate denier, it's just like the title of climate denier. Like the, the title doesn't even make sense. You know what I mean? Like denial yeah, I, uh, of the climate. And so that's why, that's why I'm saying like, why are we, it just insinuates that the climate changing is bad or the climate yeah. shifting is bad when it's natural. So if you're going to describe a natural process as bad, any change whatsoever is going to be indicative in, in and an who would deny that? I, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like the title is nonsensical. Yeah. So, but it doesn't matter to these people. So I think that even using it, it's just like, for some reason, the word, like, the word, the made up word cis is a slur now. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, I know. It's, it's just like. Cis. Yeah. You know how there's like all these, like, trans. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a term <laughs> for, like, white heterosexual people. But it's like if the right cis is well, a term for white heterosexual. Yes, yeah, it's just Am made I up. Am I cis? It, apparently, yes, yes. But that's what I'm saying. It's like you take things and make them up, and then people on the right or people who just disagree with it get mad about it when it's just made up. It's like you can't just make things yeah. up, and you shouldn't go with things that are just made up. You know what I mean? It's well, like when Willie soon says, "I don't even want to hear about CO two being the problem anymore because it's not true." And the more that you, the more that you give light to it, it's it's just. Like exacerbates problem, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, what I was going to say about R.K. Jr. is he caught on that the whole thing's not. He doesn't know if the science is a scam, but he knows what's going on with the corporate corporations well, yeah, the, the, the climbing on part. it. So Gary and I were talking about the other day, uh, you know, just and uh, and I got I got mom mad because I said, you know something, if I could see that that guy could win, he's a good man, he's open minded. Maybe I would vote for him. She starts growling at me. And I go, well, do you know any of his policies? And the, the, the thing that I guess gets on people's nerves is he's, he had that throat situation. And people don't like the way he talks. And I'm like. What? Oh, yeah. I thought that he was soft on gun laws. Well, he he has he has a lot of uh, liberal tendencies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, and, and there are a lot of things. But I do believe. He's a guy that would, uh, if he had everything, 
if he actually put together a team of rivals, right, and actually looked at it, would get his position in a situation where the country would be better off. All right. And so, uh, and you know, he's anti-war, and I'm anti-war. I, I really, I, I just can't even believe what I'm seeing today. I mean, outside of the defense of Israel. Even though um, we're mobilizing in the Middle East as of two hours ago. Well, this the three, reason. Three listen, de- this is this is all in this is all in line with what uh, you know. Me and I have this chat group called the Weather Mafia. Um, they're actually uh, meteorological mafia. My boys over there in Jersey, and we've been talking about this for a couple of years. And when that uh, last year, when that um, that emergency went off out of nowhere. The, the emergency alarm system, I was down in Texas all of a sudden, uh, serious, everything was hijacked. Oh, yeah. by, I said, what the heck is this? That right? wasn't a few years ago. That was No, that was this past, past year. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying, yeah. So I'm saying, uh, you know, we're marching toward this, and I think, it's on, I think everything today is on purpose. I think 10 million people came across that border on purpose, all right? And, uh, you know, I've, I've said before, and I don't understand why that isn't a problem, even with the most left-leaning person in this country to just just have that and you know you had to get masked up you had to get your shots and i'm talking all you you folks listening that are on the left you had to get this 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 it's like 10 million people over the border not vetting them why doesn't that bother you right i think it does bother a lot more people than the media leads on i think there's this uh there's this show called um uh, avatar it's a cartoon that a lot of people have watched it's like a older person cartoon and there's this uh one saying there is no war in bossing say uh and it because when they were in the city of bossing say and all the elites and all the government like there was clearly a war going on or the underpinnings for the beginning of a war that were about to go on but that every time the public would ask about it they would say oh there's no war there's no war in bossing say and it's, it's just like or it's like the hunger games too when everything's fine and perfect in the capital have you seen the Hunger Games? Yeah, but yeah. But in the districts, everything is chaos and falling yeah. apart. We're in like it seems like it's the beginning. Like we're in the Hunger Games. It's like well, we live in a well. No, I crazy agree. World. I agree with that. I mean, you got Lindsey Graham screaming that we should just uh, uh, bomb Tehran now, and you yeah. got. I mean, it's just it's just hard to believe. I'm sitting here looking at the situation in Ukraine, and I know exactly what Trump would do. I know exactly how he would stop this thing. He'd get them both together and say. Here's the deal, all right? I, whoever does not agree with the deal, I'm throwing everything America has onto the other side, right? So, uh, so what would happen is Putin would have to think about it, and then Zelensky would have to think about it, right? Now, I personally believe there's been an easy way out of this thing. That you get the UN to off their butts and instead of worried about climate change, go, uh, go and actually go declare a truce and... Have an election. Have a have an election that's monitored by the UN. You could actually do something, and let those people in those eastern provinces vote as to what they want. Because yeah, and but what are you afraid of if they really want to still be part of the Ukraine? As long as it's an objective thing, but no one will do that. Instead, how many hundreds of billions of dollars is going there? And what I don't understand is, okay, this war is going on and on and on and on and on. And it, 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 two years ago, when it started, it was a big deal. Now I'm sitting here looking at the thing going, well, why aren't we seeing footage every night of this savage war that's supposed to be going on over here? And, uh, you know, it, it's a, 
And, and that, there, let's get back to climate and the weather, okay? Therein lies my whole premise of linkage in what I'm seeing. And I can accept, I could, I could say, okay, all you, all you nuts on the other, not the other side of the political spectrum, but all these people interested in war and all this other stuff, keep it over there. That's your thing. Stay out of climate and weather. Why did you have to come into this, for goodness sakes? John Kerry, like, unbelievable. 33% of man's emissions are from agriculture. Now, that's up from 10 to 12% two years ago, right? But I guess that didn't make that big a, uh, uh, that big a deal. Now, uh, ju- let's just look at this. Mankind is responsible for 5% of the total carbon dioxide in the atmosphere because the base... The baseline of carbon dioxide uh, is is quite high, all right? But the argument is our small incremental uh, increases is tipping the scale. So what we're basically looking at here, since all fertilizer, almost all fertilizer comes from fossil fuels, is John Kerry is advocating that somehow or the other, the agricultural industry becomes net zero. Now, how is that going to happen And how many millions and billions of people are going to starve to death? How is it that the grass, the the earth is greener than it's ever been in the satellite era today? And that we're growing more food than ever today? And that crops are more weather resistant than ever today? But you have this guy making this statement. And Al Gore's little statement there that, did you hear what Gore said? He said, if we go to net zero within three years, global warming will stop. What kind of, what kind of, <laughs> just amazingly, that, that's insanity, all right? First of all, you can't prove that. Secondly, it's no different than Biden saying, get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. How did that work out, right? But that's what these guys are doing. It's, um, it's, it's crazy. What does net zero constitute? Is it just talking like business? I and have no, like your no own idea. personal net zero? Because it, cause if you're, that's not possible. Uh, well, they, they have... Uh, I can't even describe what... Unless they first create of all, like for, some for, gill version for us the, to not the, breathe. There's, all, there's, already, there's already been $30, 30 trillion spent on this. The I know, estima- I The estimates that. are... There's going to be uh, the estimates are three hundred trillion dollars to do it by two thousand fifty in the United States. Where the heck that money come from? For one, and for two, what is the result going to be? Do you see and what's going? And for three, let me add for three. What has happened? to All the money that has been donated thus far to research, and the problem has only gotten worse. Okay, and, and, and here's the other thing too. If uh, Senator John Kennedy down there in Louisiana asked the question, could you please tell me how much warming that will save? <laughs> No one has that answer. It's it's just incredible. Yeah, what's that's what going Jordan on. Peterson says. It's like your predictions. It's like the further you go out, the less accurate they even get. Not that they're accurate to begin with. It's just like you you're trying to predict an unpredictable outcome, and so you're just wasting your time and money. Yeah, I, I, he's exactly right. We're we're going to be seeing Peterson Sunday night up in Providence. Yeah, but we will be back for next week's American Storm. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about the weather before we go as mm-hmm. to what's going on. We're in the middle of this, uh, January, soon to become February thaw. And uh, it is going to change abruptly, and in my opinion, the worst thirty-day period. Now we had this, we had twenty days of brutal weather coming in January, but a lot of it's been reversed by the warming, and of course we had the warm December. But my opinion is 
that when this is all said and done, and the heating degree day runs, heating degree days for the country runs from March, or excuse me, November to March. This is all going to even out. I, 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 and for those of you who follow me on Twitter and your Weather Bell subscribers and that kind of thing, and I want to plug, plug the Weather Bell. Weather Bell is really about to expand uh, with its Weather Bell community and uh, Weather Bell University. And the, the Weather Bell community sort of fascinates me in that maybe a half hour once a night I, I'm going to play Erwin um, Rommel, uh, the Desert Fox, and take questions from people, which would, which would probably be. Uh, Pretty interesting, but um, the the thing is, this is going to turn. I, I okay, let's put it this way: I believe it's going to turn, and I that from February tenth to one of the nationals, the eighteenth. That's that. Yeah, I think time. it's nineteenth yeah. or the twenty first. Okay, well, like we got to get we got to get it done by the twentieth of March. I don't want to. I've said this before. I don't want to be focusing on the wrestling and weather at the same time. But I think I think it's uh, lawyers, guns, and money coming from much of the United States, and centered more in the eastern part of the country than the central part. Of the, the central part of the country is still going to be brutal. I texted some of the hierarchy in Texas and said, after February 10th, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to go to 2021, but look out, right? So uh, uh, put my money where my mouth is, um, figuratively, and uh, I do it because. I like getting out in front of things. So that's where the weather is going uh, as far as uh, the situation. And, uh, you know, anybody have anything else to add? No. Uh, you know, before we go, do you folks understand what I'm talking about with linkage? It's not like, it's not like the strategy or whatever. Uh, I don't know if strategy is the right word. Uh, the, the philosophy seems to be the same across the board. Say something that gets out there, the whole media backs you, and there's no way to pull that back in. And a, a, a complacent and comfortable public uh, just simply accepts it. So, uh, you know, I, I see that uh, more so with climate uh, than anything else. I, 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 I'm looking at this trial with Mann and Stein and, this kind of thing. I mean, and, and I've got copies of the, of of the whole thing. I I don't even know how this trial is going on, right? Because it's embarrassing. You know, uh, you know. I'm sure Michael Mann in his mind thinks he's you know doing a great. But I'm like, are you kidding me? You're admitting that 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 that. I mean, what the heck, right? And um, you know, I hold no ill will toward him, but I, I sit there and I go, there was a jury that just awarded. Someone, $83 million over an accusation that is non-provable for one. And for two, the person can't even remember exactly when and where it happened. And the test really tests the idea that, that I mean, a, a figure, a public figure like Donald Trump would, listen, he's no angel. I mean, but his... His luxury hotel was right across the street. I mean, why a dressing room where he could get caught? And you know, I mean, your your entire your entire career would be destroyed right on the spot back then. So this stuff is across the board. And you want to know something? I think that what's happened is that the people pushing this know that they no longer can be touched. 
they know they they really can't that no matter what they do they're they're going to get away with it and uh, that's that's sad because unless you have a balance some kind of balance um i don't care if it's climate i don't care if it's covid i mean who wouldn't you pay wouldn't you pay good monies if there was a pay-per-view Rand paul and dr fauci debating that situation but it can never happen and Things like that, are, uh, things like that are, are are sort of a shame. I'll I'll debate anybody on what I believe, uh, I believe is driving the climate. And you know, the first thing you say to disarm it is say, you know what, you might be right. If, if I take out every single thing that I'm looking at, what's left? It's got to be CO two. But no one will possibly do that. And so the whole thing is, you know. We, I don't. I don't know if we're staring into the abyss or we're in the abyss. God's in control. <laughs> what's the What's the line? He raises up and brings down kingdoms for His own glory. Right? Mm-hmm. Not for the glory of Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I think we're just about done here. Anybody want to say anything else? No, I want to. I'm going to compare you and the groundhog on the uh, prognostication here for the uh, yeah. That, the that's going to that, that's so. going to be. I, I, I got to tell you something. That's a bucket list thing. <laughs> I, I, I've I've spoken up there twice, so they they won't have me anymore because probably they're even into global warming. Since a lot of their sponsors are global warming easters, as we used to call it. I remember I used to get yelled at for calling people that warming easters. <laughs> I just thought it was pretty cool. You know, I like it. Yeah. Well, whatever. All right. So listen. Here's the thing. If follow me on Twitter, um, um, the American Storm over there at Big Joe Bastardi. Uh, if you're listening to the radio around State College, Jeff is the uh, you know the big Kahuna, him and the goon and uh, Scott Geese on uh, 98.7 The Fox. I'm their weatherman. If they, you want to call me that, all right. We're very grateful. And for by that. the way, what a what a terrible forecast for a winter storm. Uh, Sabatino did not work out at all. <laughs> so, conse- so consequently, so, you know, it, and it was really frustrating because I went up to the gym last night at 5.30. Here are these cars that are plastered with snow. So where the heck are these people like 10, 15 miles away? And yeah. apparently it happened. And, you know, at, at 9 o'clock I was up, uh, yeah, I went to church at 10.30, and it was changing over to snow, big, wet, bombing, bombing flakes. Now, you were down in Maryland. I said, boy, I got this. I got this. And, you know, it's like the David Bowie song. Every time I think I have it made, it seems the change was not so sweet. So it, it happened. Uh, uh, I got to end this, folks. But Jesse's falling asleep. And, I'm not falling asleep. All right. Well, then, you want to tell anybody about your dream? Never mind. No. Uh, and I'm not going to tell you about my dream. Where, well, yes, I am. I haven't told the joke yet. Oh, yeah. Tell the joke. Okay. I'm going to tell the joke, and then we're getting out of here. Mm. All right. All right. So anyway, this guy is in Israel with his wife and mother-in-law. And, they, you know, terrible tragedy. The mother-in-law passes away. So the Israeli officials say, well, what would you like us to do for $150? She can be buried in the Holy Land, which is a, a big thing. And, uh, I mean, to be buried in the Holy Land is something. And he says, uh, it'll take us $10,000. You need ten thousand dollars to ship her back to the states and bury her at home. He goes, "Well, I want to do that." And the guy looks at him and goes, "Boy, you must have really loved your mother-in-law." He says, "No, not really. I just heard this story that about two thousand years ago, some guy was dead for three days and came back, and I can't take that chance." Oh boy! 
John, listen, don't yell at me. I heard that on Joel Osteen because I steal all my jokes from him. Anyway, listen, that's all we've got for tonight. Jesse, say goodbye. Bye. Hefe. We'll see you later. Uh, Go uh, State, beat the Buckeyes. Yeah, and we, you know, your 10 gold medals and all this other stuff you have. And me, I'm the American Storm, Joe Bastardi, asking you to enjoy the weather because it's the only weather you've got.